Hey guys, Monty here, and you're listening to another episode of The Spin Room here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We got a review of the new Sandy Alex G record, House of Sugar, but first, here's The Cleaner by Squid. Postpart band hailing from Britain, their contemporaries being black MIDI bands such as that, that have achieved some notoriety this year for being a bit off the wall, influenced by the 80s, obviously. You can hear a lot of Talking Heads influence in that song, and it's probably my song of the year, but Sandy LXG is churning up some mud in that opinion of mine, because House of Sugar is a fantastic record, and we're going to talk about that later. Because I want to touch a little bit on this EP that The Cleaner is on by Squid. Because I do want to plug that a little bit here. And that is Town Center EP that was released last week. Has Savage, Match Bet, The Cleaner, and Rodeo on it. Rodeo being another fantastic song. It's about 23 minutes long. Again, four songs. And I do think this band is the next up-and-coming thing within post-punk. I do think they're better than Black Midi, or at least have potential to be better than Black Midi. If you haven't checked out Black Midi yet, please do so. I'm going to play you a song by Black Midi, because this UK scene of just neo-post-punk bands that are coming out is just absolutely fantastic. There are so many brilliant, politically charged bands here, Idols being one of them. Uh, But I think Black Midi's really been taking the crown from idols i find their music a lot more interesting but squid has been on top of their game with this new ep and it just brings in a lot of elements from the 80s that i especially like again those synths on the cleaner are just beautiful and the way that song evolves over time is beautiful too it's so kraut rocky too with that just driving beat the cowbells there everything's there that you could possibly want and there's three versions of the song the cleaner off of town center ep which i actually consider better they clean up the song (laughs) Haha, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, at the latter end of it, and then Match Bet and Savage have really interesting jazz lines on them. Like, this is, there's some straight jazz on this record. They're very influenced by jazz as well. So, I just wanted to plug that. It's a fantastic record. Check out Black Midi too. Check out Idols. Check out the UK scene right now. The UK scene is back and better than ever. And,. I'm very happy with what's coming out of it. Moving on, though, today, a lot of records were released. We have Chelsea Wolfe's new album, and that is uh, her second after His Spawn. I really liked His Spawn 
It isn't her second record overall, though. She's released several records already. I can't even pronounce her debut one, and that isn't even my favorite one by her. Uh, but, of course, Chelsea Wolfe, being this fantastic, dark, gothic artist, just has released another one of those down the line, and I'm going to listen to it shortly. We may have a review on it for the next record. Uh, but that is called Birth of Violence, and... Again, apparently it's more folksy. Apparently it's following this line that a lot of other musicians have done with dark Americana, gothic Americana recently, which is just an interesting genre combination, but it works really well. And you could expect bands like Swans to have done this on some of Michael Guerra's uh, side projects, stuff like that. Uh, Sackcloth and Ashes also has done stuff like that before. So we have that out that Jenny Haval released a new album. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Her last album uh, was Blood. I can't say the other word on on FCC regulated airwaves. I quite like that. The concept behind it, not very. Sort of disgusted me. Uh, Charlie XCX released Charlie. It's her long-awaited album, according to Pitchfork. Charlie XCX, of course, is one of the top artists in pop right now, handling for Britain. Uh, there's a lot of singles on here that have sort of brought in other people like Scarfiara and Haim. Apparently Claro is on it as well. You guys heard my Claro rant about two years ago. Claro released an album this summer too that I didn't even bother listening to. Uh, but the new Jetty Haval record that I mentioned before that one is called The Practice of Love. It's off Sacred Bones. Alex Cameron released Miami Memory off Secretly Canadian. Great label, by the way. Of course, Alex Cameron being the Australian goofball that I think has sort of stolen the title from Mac DeMarco. Uh, it follows his, I think, his second record, and it's just a really good record. He says that um, it's about the story of a couple balancing sex with contemporary family values, uh, and it's a gift to his girlfriend, Jemima Kirk. That's interesting. And of course, I cannot help but mention JPEG Mafia released All My Heroes Are Cornballs on EQT. Of course, JPEG Mafia being the... He hates being compared to Def Grips. His name is Peggy. Um, but it's very similar to Def Grips if it was run through like this whole internet memetic algorithm. If you can even say that. But his last record, Veteran, uh, came out, I think, in 2017 or 18. I'm going to lean on it being 2017, early. But it was quite sporadic. It was quite an interesting record to listen to. Again, very focused on being internet-based. Interesting as all get out. Uh, I'm just reading here that Veteran was 2018, so, yeah. Uh, but it's called All My Heroes Are Cornballs, again. He has some singles out from that that have been very well received, including Jesus Forgive Me, I'm a Thought, and Beta Male Strategies. And so those are all the records that I'm interested in talking about being released today. Uh, but the record we are reviewing that was released today is Sandy Alex G, and the album is House of Sugar. Now, Sandy Alex G is a band which has sort of been on the scene more or less since 2010, which is a very long time. So they've risen up with car seat headrest along with these bands that just were sort of based on band camp and were sort of bedroom poppy and then slowly evolved over time. The difference between car seat headrest and 
Alex G, though, or Sandy Alex G, is the fact that Sandy Alex G is a lot more prolific when it comes to releasing new music. And Car Seat Headrest doesn't really feel that way. But House of Sugar really is not the first record to catch my attention from this band. Rocket, released in 2017, was. And that's when I saw them live when they were opening for Fleet Foxes, which you remember released an album back in 2017, too, that was quite good. I believe we reviewed on the show. Uh, but we're going to play one of the songs from Rocket to give you an idea of what they were doing before this. And then we're going to move to their new record, House of Sugar, which is just outstandingly different than this. So here is Proud by Sandy Alex G. folky very similar to wilco i think vocally if you've listened to any wilco before of course the well-known legendary chicago indie rock band but back then they were really channeling i think an aspect of wilco that was similar to am similar to wilco's earlier releases a lot more folksy a lot more acoustically based it's hard to really compare it to wilco though on a deep level because really they're just channeling some of the some of the surface level details of this indie rock alt country type deal that's going on. They're influenced by a lot of people, obviously, with this. But I always get a huge Woco vibe when it comes to Sandy Alex J. But on House of Sugar, they've sort of thrown these off, thrown these vibes off. The vibes are still there slightly, but they're distilled and they serve a different function. And Walk Away, the first song on this record, really, I think, shows that and throws it in your face. It has this really cool reversal effect to it, and it's one of my songs of the year. So here's Walk Away off the new Sandy Alex G record, House of Sugar.
so you sort of get the idea there, and it sounds beautiful, and they add in piano. I just can't play the entire song, but they add in piano, and it builds and builds and builds into this beautiful, cathartic experience. And I think the catharticism on this record is just something that runs through. And nostalgia. Nostalgia plays an important role as well. People have been commenting on how Gretel is just an inherently nostalgic song. Southern Sky and Hope, I think, also sort of aim in that direction. And this whole album just consistently, consistently has fantastic song after fantastic song. Even the more subdued songs, even the more acoustically based songs similar to what you saw on Racket are fantastic and blow Racket out of proportions. And Proud is a great song. The song I played first is a great song. But everything on this record is better than Proud. And I am dead serious about that. Just on a conceptual basis... Everything on this record is a step above. And it's hard to walk away from this album saying that this isn't the best Sandy Alex G record. I highly think this is the best Sandy Alex G record. From a production standpoint, because it's so clear, it's beautiful, the mix is great. From a songwriting perspective, it feels much more personal. And yeah, his previous records were recorded in his bedroom, and that inherently has a deeper personal connection to it because you feel like you're molding it in your own I guess emotional space rather than a studio but with this it's just channeling it in such a fantastic and strong way that it's hard to deny what I've stated that this is indeed the best Sandy Ouch G record uh, we're going to play Southern Sky next here is Southern Sky by Sandy Alex G off his record House of Sugar and you're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is The Spin Room with me, Monty Montgomery.
So I just wanted to get to that part where they have the piano motif play, and that motif is just, I think, a beautiful thing. It strings the whole song together. It feels very self-aware, if that makes any sense. Very self-aware cliche, because a lot of bands use that cliche. Uh, Twelve Rods, for example, uses it in uh, makeout music off of one of their records, and it's just perpetually in music. But Southern Sky is a beautiful song. Again, one of those more stripped-down songs on the record, but even these songs have sort of a beautiful, nostalgic vibe to them. They're full-bodied songs. And then I think the best song in this record by far is Gretel. This was released as a single earlier on. I listened to it. I didn't think much about it, separate from the record itself, because it really didn't interest me. I thought, yeah, it's just another Sandy Alex G song. Had a really cool motif with, I believe, a banjo in it uh, that was plucking. And hopefully we'll be able to get to that in this part of the song. But here is Gretel by Sandy Alex G. And you're listening to The Spin Room on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM with me, Monty Montgomery. Just a beautiful song there. Like, through and through, that whole banjo motif is just absolutely stunning. Or rather, it's a banjo accent, I think, is the better way to phrase it. But I think it really does great things for this record. Just that entire song. And as the record goes on, it's pretty good. Cow is also a good song. Uh, Crime is a good song. Sugar is a good song. 
The whole record is just chocked full of these fantastic songs. So I'm going to move into what I think this record is, is rating-wise, and just some closing thoughts on this. First and foremost, as I stated at the start, this is Sandy Alkshi's best record by far, better than... Uh, Better than Trick, better than DSU, better than Beach Music, better than Rocket, better than Rules, better than anything Sandy Alex G has ever released to tape, period. It is not something you want to miss out on. I think it is by far one of the best mainline, if you can call it that, indie records of the 2010s. I think it's up there with Sun Milk by Little Kid, which is another record that I hold in such a high esteem that's sort of from the same steam. I think that this proves that Sandy Alex G isn't an opener act anymore for bands like Fleet Foxes. They're just as good. Um, it's a 9 out of 10. I'm not sure if I've ever given a 9 out of 10 on the spin room, but uh, this is a 9 out of 10, if not a 9.5 out of 10. There's nothing wrong with this record. Nothing wrong with this record whatsoever. Uh, everything is done correct. Everything is produced beautifully. The songwriting is outstanding. The motifs and the accents and the style of play on this record is to die for. You need to check this thing out. It's by far my favorite album of 2019. And it's definitely worth giving a listen to. That's going to do it for us here on The Spin Room here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We'll close things out with Make Out Music by 12 Rods after EP Gay, which was released in 1997. Yeah, I wish I could. Oh, my God.